to the unlabeling effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence this week's episode on how to handle criticism like a pro. When you receive criticism, how do you usually react? Maybe you feel attacked? Maybe you feel wrongly judged? Anytime someone gives you criticism, they're evaluating you against specific standards. Both personal and professional success depend on being able to take criticism in your stride. And the ability to hear and truly listen to people's opinions, even when they're negative, improves relationships, performance, and negotiating abilities. Plus, if you can learn to put aside your ego and use even harsh criticism to get better, you'll have a powerful tool that can propel you forward professionally and personally. In this episode, we give you the breakdown on how to handle what others have to say without wanting to hide in the corner or knock someone out. I'm your host, Vivian. With me today are Mel and Rita. Hi. Hello. Is there one criticism that is the hardest for you to swallow? Because I work in um, social work discipline, basically I'm having a very healthy environment of criticism. Everyone is actually very mindful in the way we talk to each other. You can see all the staff are having so much physical touch when we're having a conversation. We smile a lot. Sometimes we burst into really awkward laughters as well during Mm -hmm. conversation. And this style is found between my boss and me as well. Whenever we talk, she would softly put her hand on my forearm, uh, patting my shoulder, or just a slight touch before we end the conversation. The pitfall of having such a healthy uh, workplace, criticism in the outside world is even harsher for me. Criticism even from my friends or even from my boyfriend would came across way harsher than they're supposed to be. Well, Rita said actually reminded me of a couple of scenarios that I felt not attacked, but I felt a bit upset or a bit triggered because of the criticism that I received from a couple of people that I am very close with or someone that I care about a lot. One of the examples was that my dad was like, oh, um, you're mad. It's so bad. Instead of like just being upset or being angry I remember I had this conversation with him and being like first of all I used to be in buying of course even if my number skills is not as great as yours it doesn't mean that I'm bad because that was part of my job receiving those feedback kind of upset me a little bit or for a very short amount of time because I knew it wasn't true I knew it wasn't like the full picture at least I wouldn't say it's the hardest but it's definitely one of the hard one to swallow because it's from my dad which I have so much respect for like look back to the incident when it happened when your dad accused you what was your first reaction I remember I felt a bit like hot I was a bit like, hmm, that's not true. But I also was trying to understand why would he say that. Maybe it's because my mental maths wasn't as quick as his. But I know that everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. And I know that I'm just not great at mental maths. And that's okay, I feel like. Because nowadays we have our phone, we have the calculators. Like, as long as I know the logic behind it, I feel like that doesn't really bother me too much. Even though I would love to be better at, like, mental maths. Because it's just useful Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day. I knew 
that his intention wasn't bad,、mm-hmm. so I think that didn't make me like overthink too much.、Yeah. I just felt like there was an urge for me to explain to him, or, or at least trying to explain my to myself that I'm actually not as bad as what he thinks. How about Rita? Like, have you ever come across like similar incidents that it's like, ugh, I couldn't. So the most recent one is from my boyfriend. And I got upset over a very trivial incident, but at that time it really hurt my feeling. My boyfriend t- told me that you really should assess what are the things that you should be upset about. I could see where he comes from. I should be the one who evaluate what's the underlying emotion. Why am I having the emotional turmoil that makes me react so much out of portion over such a petty incident? But then the way that he criticized was so harsh for me to accept at that time. I cut off all the conversation because I knew that the next response that I'm gonna give him is gonna be destructive. It's actually very important in taking criticism. Sometimes we don't have that growth mindset twenty four seven. Like, of course, you'll have low points, and when you're aware of that, I think it's very important to to act along your boundaries and just like let's pick up this. Again,、yeah. the other time, and the fact that you try to understand his intention is also a key element in taking criticism. People say things differently; they express themselves differently. So, if we're not sure about what the other person is trying to say, I try to ask a lot of questions until、mm. I really get it. You know?、Mm. Do you have any recent examples of you taking a hard yes criticism? It's been very stressful for me at work the past few months. It's not. Even weeks, and uh, one of uh, the staff members actually pulled me aside a few days ago and said that the way I'm behaving recently, the way I talk to them, is just a little bit blunt, and it made them feel very uncomfortable because I know she's also very fragile, like in terms of. External environments, and I would say I was a bit disappointed because I've been working with this person for nine months, and I thought that she should know me as a person that I I didn't mean any harm, and all I wanted to do is for the project to deliver on time, you know, like to be the best. Everything is coordinated,、yeah. and the client is happy, you know. And、yeah. then okay, maybe I I really need to watch how I talk to the team,、mm. you know, like even though when I'm stressed. It was hard、huh. for me to to accept that because that's not me. It's also very interesting when she confronted me. I actually didn't say anything for like twenty, thirty seconds, and it was awkward for her. But I told her like in advance. Wait a second, I need I need some time to digest. Yeah, and it was awkward for her. But I was like. <laughs> Okay, what is she trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> But also, then, you said something earlier about the intention of the other person. Yeah, I feel like that's so important.、Mm. If you know inside you that the opposite side is actually just you know means something well, take the criticism because they want the best for you. You know,、yeah. and I think it's about how you pick up their message. And how you turn that into something useful for you, and how you disregard those negative emotions that come with that criticism—it's easier said than done,、mm. of course. Have you ever encountered someone who who just used a really bad tone, and how did you deal with it? I feel like the tone of voice 
doesn't matter as much compared to the intention of that person. If that person means well, I will take it, but I might just need more time to digest it. When someone came across aggressive, I wouldn't react right away. I would just let him or her finish what he wanted to say. It, it's opposite to me. Like, the tone matters more than what they have to say for me. Okay. Because mm. I feel like it's about setting boundaries as well. If someone is yelling at me, it doesn't matter how constructive that criticism is. I would confront to him or her, can you rephrase that in a calmer tone so I can listen? Because I know that for me, when they're using that tone, I can't listen. Mm. It's not something that I can just let it be because I don't deserve someone to treat me that way. Mm. Speaking of feedback to other people, how do you guys give criticism to your peers or at work? When it comes to the professional world, I would try to perhaps add a bit of encouragement or say something that shows my appreciation. Then I would give my feedback or criticism to someone. Mm. I'm still working on it. And I recently had a pretty bad experience to be honest. I asked a colleague of mine to take up a task which was left off by another colleague who just resigned. So that colleague basically couldn't deliver what she's expected to deliver. So I got back to her and told her the requirements. It wasn't really a criticism I would say. I told her to analyze and write more on few other aspects. Then to a point, she gave up the whole thing entirely and just told me that, why didn't you write it yourself? I was literally shocked. a bit shocked. She was really doing a very shallow analysis. And mm. I don't think, I think she's more than that, to be honest. I think maybe she is just... Overwhelmed, perhaps. Yeah, I feel like, did you start with that? I know your writing is, is good. I have to improve on that as well because mm. when I'm busy myself, I kind of just go right to the point. Want the job Yeah, done. I was just like, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about the other end of the receive side. But from this experience, I'm learning, to be honest. Mm. I think I could do way better next time. element that we're looking for here is compassionate, right? Mm. We should give criticism in a way that indicates care yeah. for the recipient. For your case, which is, I know your writing is good, but from this, I can't really see your mm. full potential or your ability yeah. in analyzing that matter. If I were to deliver any comments or criticism, I will make sure that they know the reason why I provide these feedback is for the better good for the team. There's like never like a personal criticism, but it's just more that how we can all, you know, cohere and how we can all just work better as a team. I feel like I'll always make sure I translate that in my words. Do you guys cater to the recipient's personality, their emotions or motivation when you give criticism? I feel like I do, naturally. If I see certain characters, a certain personality, they might need, I might need to actually act a bit tougher because they won't take compassion or like empathy as well as yeah. the other. In workplace, I focus on getting the job done instead of other compassionate conversation. Mm. And I don't think it should be that way. When I was preparing for this episode and think about it life isn't about hitting deadline and getting deliverables mm -hmm. of the utmost quality it's also about relationship and their happiness it's pretty shallow or selfish of me to trade off their happiness to ruin their day to get the deadline accomplished it's nice for you to want to be compassionate to everyone mm. but it's also comes to a point where when you are that stressed do you really have the energy to cater every message that you want to send across mm. I feel like it's a life skill.
skill. I think it's a balance. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a communication skills. Mm. And if you think long term, if you can learn or pick up how to communicate your message to other people better, I feel like you would benefit from exactly. it in the long run. Yeah, yeah. It's the little things. If your criticism is based on respect, instead of criticize a person in front of the whole office, like pull her or him aside mm. and just talk to them, schedule something, go for drinks. There are so many ways for you to give criticism without the obvious blunt or way. hurting someone yeah. or being mean, I suppose. Just yeah. the last thing you want, yeah. And I feel like people accept it that it's the norm mm. like in the workplace like there's no time for compassion yeah. it's all about the profit and loss mm. if we have the power to make each other better it worths us to put a little bit thought on how we deliver messages and at the end of the day people who give criticism most of the time is to help you become a better person mm. that's all for today's episode of handle criticism like a pro Thank you for tuning in and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Join us again next time when we talk about coping with uncertainties. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real. Mm-hmm.